Ebullient greetings. I'm your host, Jackie Bird of Jackie Bird Spiritual Wellness, your guide to stress and anxiety relief, mindfulness, awareness, self-care, self-love, and personal growth. Welcome and thank you for joining me as we roll with peace in mind. There are some things coming up on Sunday is my usual end of the month stress busters guided meditation to help you just chill relax take your mind off of things it's sunday it's always the last sunday of the month this is uh what's coming up may 30th at one o'clock eastern standard time that's one o'clock p.m if you miss this one the next one is june 27th sunday Like I said, always look for me at the end of the month with a Sunday guided meditation for you. And you can check my website for that. The other thing that's coming up, and I'm really excited about a new thing that I'm doing, it is called Virtual Live Music for Your Home Practice. So if you practice yoga at home, or you do a meditation practice, or you just like to dance around, I will accompany you. How about that? And this is what Mary Rogers had to say about that experience. Major present apparent as opposed to just being music in the background. It did not feel distant. Loved having access to all of your instruments. The breathing through the exercises gave me time to pull myself together, to slow down and relax and meditate. So, hey, come join me. It was really cool. I felt very connected as she was moving through her practice. So I hope that you check that out. That's June 12th. That's a Saturday and I'm offering two time slots, 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. and they're 30 minutes each and that's Eastern Standard Time. So that is virtual live music for your home practice. And folks, you know, shout me out. Tell people about this podcast. Tell people about my website. My website is JackieBirdSpiritualWellness.com. That's J-A-C-Q-U-I-E-B-I-R-D SpiritualWellness.com. And you know, the other thing is consider being a patron. You can also find that information on my website. So anyway, without further ado, Today's riff is this thing called aging, epiphanies. Hmm. I've been thinking a lot about this thing called aging lately. So much so that this episode is the first in a series on this topic. So keep your ears and eyes open. This will be um, an ongoing thing intermittently between other episodes about my thoughts and impressions about this thing called aging. It's so interesting, this curve of life, where at the beginning of it, our haste and urgent need to be older is so very strong. But as we get into adulthood, so many of us dread it. When I was a kid, I couldn't wait to be a grown-up and not have to be told what to do by my parents. By the time I was nine, I was biding my time, man. Thirteen was a biggie because I was no longer a child. (laughs) So I thought. No longer a child, but a teenager. By 16, I was grown. Uh, So in my mind. And look out when I turned 18. Yep. For some of those milestone ages, 
there were some rude awakenings that happened, but that's a tale for another time. But now I get so tickled hearing little kids talk about age like they're hot shots. I'm five. How old are you? I'm almost six. I'll be five in December. Uh, she's almost six, y'all. <laughs> okay. And then here comes the elder of the group. I'm six. Said very definitively at that. End of convo, the senior has spoken. I mean, that truly cracks me up because that six-year-old, she's like, you know what? You young people, you five and four-year-old, y'all are just little people to me. I am six years old and I'm a big girl. How's that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it cracks me up just listening to them because it's like you don't exist. It's like a, being a fly on the wall hearing these guys talk, you know. And then, you know, there's the other one that they say. When I was little, you know, and they're seven years old when they say this, when I was little. Oh, yeah, and the other one. Yeah, that happened a long time ago. <sighs> they're eight years old when they say that. <laughs> you know, our perceptions on age are quite interesting and at times quite comical. Like when I hear someone who's 29 on the cusp of 30 announce how they're getting old. Say what? And they're saying that to me. I'm twice their age, but they're like, oh, I'm getting so old. Any idea on how crazy that sounds? But from their perspective, that's how they see it. However, no matter the age, we meet up with epiphanies along the way, light bulb moments that shine much wattage onto the playing field. Sometimes we hold that light as a beacon. Other times we see it, register it for a split second, and then let it fade from view. A definition of epiphany is an experience of a sudden and striking realization. Epiphanies are relatively rare occurrences and generally follow a process of significant thought about a problem. Hmm, I don't know about the rare occurrences. Maybe for some people they're rare, but I don't know about that. Anywho, sometimes epiphanies can make us change course, behavior, or even ways of thinking about a particular thing. But the thing about aging is the adage that you can't teach an old dog new tricks. And our elders are viewed like they're dead, yet alive but barely. There was a thing in society that the young and being young is where it's at. And the older we get, the more like old shoes we become. That we're no longer desired, relevant, or in demand. But how many of you have some seriously Fierce old shoes, how comfortable and unique they are, because they don't make them like that anymore. How they complement and embrace your feet, every last inch of them, bunions and all, how you can stand in them for hours. Okay, I digress, but, but you get my drift. Anywho, about epiphanies in this thing called aging, I am now witnessing the effects of this occurrence in my 81-year-old stepmom, my ma, for the majority of my life. She's had a pretty rough go at it in this lifetime, including some serious health issues, the most recent earlier in the year, which could have had a different and final outcome. 
but notwithstanding, what I am witnessing in her is both illuminating and enlightening. After decades of misery and being miserable, I might add, this last health scare had her contemplating her near-life exit. Weak and frail when she was released with a heavy burden from the hospital. She's had an epiphany since then, and I have watched her transform. I mean, transform her attitude, demeanor, and outlook. She could have easily fallen into a deep depression, and for a minute it looked like she was going that way. But unlike the recovery from colon cancer, where she eventually fell back into her usual self, you know, being kind of cranky and cantankerous, this time, she decided to embrace life at 81 and live. I mean, live. Girlfriend is working her gratitude muscle and now sees the significance and the magnificence of being alive on this earth. She's much more lighthearted, letting go of a lot of what used to infuriate her and taking joy in the seemingly small things. Her conversations are bursting with humor and she spends much of her time laughing. I mean, you know, she's been pretty funny over the years. You know, I've observed her sense of humor increase over time, but man, she's on a roll now and she even giggles. All right, she's must be giggling. She has deepened her friendship with a longtime neighbor. Because they used to have their ins and outs, mostly outs. But that friendship has deepened. And those gals get together and they do grocery shopping, of which she gleefully exudes about what she found on sale. Now, you know, that makes her day. Grocery shopping, seeing what she can find on sale, and she will tell me about every store and every step and every conversation she's had and every thought she's had. <laughs> but, you know, her and her, her pal are having so much fun to the point, and this blew my mind, okay, to the point she has a very strict, I shouldn't say very strict, she has a very disciplined diet. You know, she does organic food and, and that whole thing, but... One day, Miss Thing went with her buddy to McDonald's. 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 Okay? Because her friend wanted to go. Now, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. I was like, you better live. Just giggling away as she's telling me. I just, I just am so happy for her because whether she's here five more minutes or five more years or 50 more years, however long she's here, she has gotten what it means to enjoy your life and she doesn't have money you know so that's that's like not what you have to have to be happy and to make that decision she had that epiphany i have been granted longer life i know i could have died i know i could have died before but this time i am seizing the day she's doing it. And this is someone who has never gone out to eat. She ain't big on eating out. Like I told you, she's, you know, she buys organic food and all that stuff. But this lifelong, and I mean lifelong, cantankerous, combative, and pugilistic mama 
has become more flexible, more open to things, and more joyful at 81. I keep stressing 81 because that's a big deal. And this because of the choice she made, as I said, after her epiphany. So, so much for that. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. You know, if you make up your mind to make a change, you can do it. And may these quotes serve as pearls of wisdom and maybe help you with an epiphany. Quote, epiphanies awaken the soul. Adrian Posey. The longer I live, the more beautiful life becomes. Frank Lloyd Wright. And my mom has adopted that. Quote, there is a fountain of youth. It is your mind, your talents, the creativity you bring to your life and the lives of people you love. When you learn to tap this source, you will truly have defeated age. That's from Sophia Loren. Quote, in the central place of every heart, there is a recording chamber. So long as it receives the message of beauty, hope, and cheer, and courage, so long are you young. When the wires are all down and our heart is covered with the snow of pessimism and the ice of cynicism, then and only then are you grown old. That's Douglas MacArthur. Rather than getting more spoiled with age, as difficulties pile up, epiphanies of gratitude abound. That's from Alain de Botton. I might have pronounced his name wrong. Forgive me, Alain, if I did. Yes. Oh, yes. If change is desired and the will is there to make it happen, with the helping of faith and gratitude, you can change your outlook and perspective at any time, at any age. Age is just a number and not who you are. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to visit JackieBirdSpiritualWellness.com. Join my mailing list. I've got workshops coming up, as I mentioned earlier in the program. I have audiobooks, guided meditation videos, and audio and meditation music, everything for inspiration and to help you relieve stress, increase your mindfulness and awareness and presence. And remember to always roll with peace in mind.